Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock. Welcome back to the program. It has been quite some time, and I am extremely honored to have two very special guests with me to relaunch the podcast here as we approach a new season. We have the captain of the Toronto Rock, Jalen Rogers, and the head coach of the Toronto Rock, Matt Sawyer. Guys, how are you doing? Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great. Good to be here. Good to be back. Now, do you guys want to, what have you guys been up to? I know, obviously, we've been following along on social. You guys have been pretty busy with a lot of stuff around here, around the building, some programs, some new stuff launching. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the rock stars? That seems to be the big thing that's going on right now. Uh, Maddie, why don't you tell us, for those people who don't know what the rock stars is, what is the program and uh, where are things at right now? Well, actually, um, I just uh, spent some uh, time today uh, contacting some of the uh, uh, the parents and the kids that uh, were out to our evaluation camps and uh, the coaches have kind of identified um, you know certain individuals that they want to extend uh, invites to uh, join the Rockstars uh, teams at the varying uh, uh, age levels and birth years so that is uh, that's what we're doing right now uh, currently but you're you're right that's been something that we've been uh, working on here for a good three or four months and um, you know real excited about the program the program itself is just uh, you know, something where we want to uh, offer um, high-level and elite-level coaching and training and gameplay all in uh, all in this uh, great facility that we have here. And uh, it's something that I, uh, I think has been talked about for a few years uh, at the track. Um, it ties into our uh, Rock Elite Development League and our Rock Elite League, and it, uh, it was just time to uh, try to launch a program like this. Now, Challen, where do you come in to all of this? What's your role with the Rock Stars and... Uh... What have your thoughts been through these uh, identification and evaluation camps that have been going on over the past month? Yeah, no, uh, like kind of Maddie said, this is something that's uh, kind of been in the works for for a long time. Colin's had a vision here for for a few years, and it's nice to finally kind of put that to paper and, and get that started up. But uh, my role, um, kind of oversee everything, coaching, um, and yeah, evaluating these past I guess the month of July and these past two days here. Um, but yeah, no, it's been great just kind of seeing the kids back playing, uh, being able to play box inside, something that they've probably not been able to do for the past, you know, year and a half or so since kind of COVID, COVID started. But, um, you know, it's been a great experience to be involved with. And uh, like I was saying, it's something that's been in the works for a long time. And it's, it's nice to just kind of finally get it going and create these teams. And, um, you know, looking forward to September to, to really start, start with uh, every group here. And uh, sorry, Mike, I'll just jump in there. And, uh, uh, you know, challenge is a big part of the program. And, of course, he's, uh, he's going to uh, downplay, uh, um, you know, what he does there. But the program itself is, uh, um, you know, we have a lot of Toronto Rock uh, players involved. And, and he mentioned uh, Colin and uh, um, being our director here at Track Athletics, and it's kind of been his vision. But uh, you know, um, they all, uh, you know, it's, it's very much a team at that level too. And we got Dan, and we got, uh, or sorry, Dan Dawson, and Colin, and Challen, and um, you know, we've had Riley Hutchcroft out there, Brad Cree, Zach Manns, Adam Jay, and um, I'm sure I'm, I'm missing one or two. Latrell Harris when he's around, but he's uh, he's been involved with the PLL. So um, you know, it's just a a great program. Um, 
guys that are doing it for the right reason and they're they're going to offer like i said good coaching and good instruction and and the uh, the kids uh, that have been out here have had a great experience to this point so um, it's going to be good now Talon, you mentioned something there that i wanted to touch on just about you know the kids getting back playing box across indoors right getting to play anything indoors has been obviously a struggle and quite a process but you know i know the parents are probably probably you know pretty vocal saying oh it's so great to have the kids back inside and go but have you heard those kind of stories from the kids are the kids saying you know talking about how much they missed it like are there any stories there about you know some emotions and and possibly some of these kids saying you know how appreciative they are themselves getting back i know they're younger maybe not quite as vocal but has has there been any of those instances yeah i don't know if they've vocalized it as much as you know we'd like them to, but you you can tell when they're when they're on the floor and, and they're smiling and just having a good time. Something that you know, uh, kind of being locked in your house playing video games, um, you know, do, do that to you. But uh, you know, just the smiles on their faces when when you see them playing, and um, you know, to be honest, the physicality that's one thing that uh, I think the kids were really <laughs> chomping at the bit for. Um, you know, they're playing physical they haven't hit someone in a long time so um not so much them vocalizing it but you can definitely see how how happy they are and appreciative they are uh to, to play the best game and, and you can just just see it from uh, from watching and um you know we're talking about lacrosse and it's it's great to uh, uh get uh, indoors get back to box lacrosse and things like that but if you you know you think about it and for for a lot of people um you know, and especially kids, like, you know, we're, we're going close to, to two years here where they've had their sports taken away from them. Um, you know, uh, in school, schooling has kind of been on and off. And, you know, I'm just speaking from experience uh, uh, watching my own kids. So it's just great to see them back here around their friends, around their peers and interacting with each other. And, you know, so it's uh, it's been real fun that way. And, and if you've been, you've been watching it, you can just see it on their faces. So what goes on now? They're, I guess, in the final stages. You guys have held the final uh, ID camps or final tryout. What happens now? I guess you select the team, obviously. But uh, then what happens with uh, those guys that are selected? How does everything play out as uh, things get underway in the fall? Yeah, so there's a little bit of a, a process here, and it'll take a, a few days. But, um, you know, uh, like I mentioned at the start, we're, we're reaching out to uh, some individuals that the coaches have identified. And, and uh, you know, from there, we will... Uh, we're going to form a team at the different birth years and take a little bit of a break here for the rest of uh, August. And they get back to uh, training as a, uh, uh, a team, I believe it's September the 12th would be the first training session. And then, um, you know, all of those players who, uh, who are involved with Rockstar's teams, they'll also be playing in our Rock League Development League. And that starts September the 19th. And then from there, it's tournament time. Yeah, well, we have two uh, two tournaments uh, scheduled uh, right now that we're uh, we're planning to host. Our first one's called the uh, In and Out uh, Invitational or Challenge, maybe, and that is on the um, uh, Thanksgiving uh, weekend, which I believe is August 9th and tenth. And then the uh, the big one that's uh, already sold out is um, you know the the Border Wars. I shouldn't say big one, but that was the one that we announced first, and and we had real good reception to uh, to it, and that's. Uh, um, in, in December, and we're going to tie it into uh, um, hopefully a, a, a Toronto Rock uh, home game on the weekend as well. And, and we got some uh, um, some good teams and clubs from the U.S. that are committed to coming up to that, and uh, they're going to compete against our Rockstar group. Now, the In and Out uh, Challenge, 
Canadian Thanksgiving weekend there in October. What uh, in the name, obviously, there's something there. It's not just going to be indoors. It's also outdoors. Uh, yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's a, a pretty neat uh, concept, uh, you know, I think personally, and, and we're excited about it. And um, the idea is that uh, each team will play six games over that weekend, and it uh, will be all lacrosse, but uh, two games of uh, sixes lacrosse, two games of field lacrosse, and two games of box lacrosse. And just uh, uh, hope to have a, a great uh, weekend of competition and uh, have some fun and everybody get uh, better for it. But it's, uh, it's something that's unique. You've never uh, seen that before. And we had a, a sixes, um, we called it a league, but you know, really it was just uh, about a month uh, worth of um, let's get back to lacrosse because we get back to gameplay outside before indoors, and that was uh, really well received. So we're excited about that. Sixes, Chal. <laughs> yep. You had the opportunity to play goal. Yes. That was a pretty neat spin that you guys put on that whole thing, was having the Toronto Rock pros go between the pipes and uh, – you guys kind of acted as, uh, I think, true field generals out there when I saw you guys play, that you're doing a little bit of coaching, I think, out there and definitely directing and interacting uh, with the kids in a bit of a different way, which I thought was super cool. But what was it like uh, just playing net and seeing the game from a different uh, point of view and especially a game that, uh, you know, is kind of brand new? Uh, it was awesome. Um, kind of I've taken – I've strapped on the goalie gear – a few times, I guess. <laughs> yes, um, I guess we've seen that. A yeah, few times. more so box gear, but uh, playing field field goalie is an absolute blast. Um, I speak for kind of everyone that was in in that. I know Doily was loving that, and uh, Brad and Dilksy and and Adam and Zach and all those guys, Hutchie, Troy. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was it was a good experience and. Um, obviously kind of playing goalie or your field level and, and you're able to kind of coach, um, both teams, um, just trying to make them better, obviously. But, uh, I can speak for all the guys that we definitely, we soaked a few shots that, that, <laughs> that honestly I'm still feeling today. And, and that was what, two, three weeks ago. Uh, just besides that, it, it was, it was an absolute blast and, um, just kind of getting back out there and trying something different, playing goalie in the field. It's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the coaches probably uh, were competing against each other, trying to be the best goalie in there. And, um, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was a good turnout. How fired up was Doily? I mean, I, I was out here for a very <laughs> short amount of time with the one. It doesn't, and I, t- doesn't take I, much to get I, him I know. I just, down, like, right? the competitor in him is unbelievable. But I saw him take, you know, half of the – or one group of the kids off to one half of the field and get them ready and then brought them back over. And it was just, like, the intensity level went up uh, quite a bit once Doily got on the bench barking the instructions. Like, do you feel that out there if you're playing against him or – Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, he's he's loud, especially yeah. when he's in net, soaking soaking a shot off the thigh or the shin. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was great. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. There's no quitting him, eh? He's got no, a, a absolutely. Good motor, not. and um, we're gonna keep Chal as a player though. After okay. A while <laughs> for, for a while. But but just to touch on that, like what a um, you know a great concept by the guys to come up with that again. Sixes was new to everyone, and um, just something that we wanted to do to get the kids back playing and. Um, you know, we just thought it'd be unique and fun. Uh, put the uh, rock players and our, our track athletic instructors kind of in net and have the kids uh, uh, tee off on them and uh, <laughs> also kind of uh, level the uh, the playing field as well, right? Because uh, they're out there in the uh, six by six nets. And, um, you know, we had a U11 group and some young kids, but 
that was uh, one of the better things we've done here in the last little bit because they uh, real good feedback from it. Put it that way. What do you guys think the future of sixes is? I know, like it, I, I think it was really exciting. Like you were saying, that get back to lacrosse element of just like get back and play. Um, do you think this is something that you know kids are going to be playing a pickup version of, or you know something that maybe some kids want to gravitate more towards? You, do you see more leagues here at the track being offered, even in terms of that? Do you see like minor lacrosse programs starting to include that? Like, what do you guys see as the future of sixes? Well, I think. You know, first off, obviously it's brand new, it's relatively new, so uh, nobody has a crystal ball. But um, you know, for me, damn it, Maddie, uh, you lacro- don't have a crystal. Ball. <laughs> lacrosse is lacrosse, right? You know, it's yeah. just like field lacrosse, box lacrosse. I don't think the sixes is going anywhere. Um, you know, it's something that uh, I think is going to continue to grow. Um, you know, us personally here, we had uh, um, you know real good response from it, so it'd be something that we. Uh, uh, definitely look at uh, doing uh, again and, and as well, and we will incorporate it into our programming. And the one thing that is uh, is good with that, um, you know, you look around right now outside, it's great playing outdoors, but, um, you know, you can play the sixes game, a modified version of it uh, indoors. And, uh, you know, so that's uh, something that, uh, um, you know, you'll see us doing, and, and I think it will just uh, um, continue to grow throughout the cross, just like... Uh, Lacrosse is lacrosse. It's great for skills. I don't know if you've ever watched her. I, I know you were down watching a little bit of it, but my first introduction to it was just watching some uh, um, some videos of it. I guess uh, test games and things like that. And um, you know, it's nonstop. It's fast break after fast break. It's great for the kids for their uh, uh, to work on their skills and and the ball is always moving and there's uh, no standing still in that game. So it's uh, it's quite exciting. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if I could say much better myself. It's fast-paced, and um, you know, I think that's uh, obviously kind of kind of a hybrid between box and field. But kind of seeing and you know talking with the other coaches and kind of being able even through our Rockstars uh, evaluation camps, um, just kind of seeing the sixes game in comparison to kind of field game. Um, just the sixes game so much faster. And uh, just like up and down, like Matty was saying, this the skill, the skill development side of it, as well as you know the the ball movement and, and everything. It's I think the kids kind of enjoyed it. It's something different. Um, probably the first time they've ever seen it or played it. So um, besides them kind of figuring out the rules, uh, it, it was it was great to watch and um, you know super fast paced. Now at the elite level, we talked a little bit about this off air this afternoon, Chow, but. What is going to be the perfect type of player that is going to be suited, I guess, for sixes, um, being the defensive aspect of it versus the offensive aspect of it? And you're going to have to have guys that are going to probably have to be pretty prolific at both ends and, and be able to run and be athletic. Like, you know, I don't think you're going to obviously build a team in the similar fashion that you would for box or field in a traditional sense. So, who are the types of players you think are going to excel in in this brand of lacrosse? And, you know, we'd be looking forward to possible Team Canada's and stuff like that down the road. When we get to that, I'm sure there'll be tons of debate with a really small roster. Are you going to have super specialized guys? Are they going to have to be guys that can do everything? I mean, how are these teams with these small rosters, you think, going to be made up? Um, yeah, no, I think kind of someone who is kind of able to play both ends. Um because sixes is so fast paced and 
there there is a shot clock to it. So um, the ability to kind of run off, get your offensive guys on, um, them to play offense, and then obviously going back the other way, um, you know, you're going to need someone that can kind of play both and, and has the ability to play both. Um, you know, you can obviously sprinkle in those high-end, um, you know, offensive guys or high-end defensive guys to really just kind of hone in on some things. But, um, you know, I think someone that kind of can, can play both ends and um, has the ability to play both ends, someone who's going to kind of excel at that. Maddie? Yeah, you know, I think um, just looking at it quickly and on the surface, you would think, just like what Jalen said, somebody who is uh, um, good in both ends of the floor or the field. Um, I guess if you're going to look at it uh, from a field across standpoint, you know, you're uh, uh, Mitty, who's uh, um, strong uh, offensively but can also play defense. Um, that'll be one of the interesting things, though, about the game as it kind of evolves and is around a bit more is uh, – um, you know, figuring out the gameplay, figuring out what you can get away with, uh, the size of the rosters. Um, initially looking at it, I don't think there'd be too much in the way of uh, specialized guys, just purely O, pure, uh, purely D. But um, again, until the game kind of evolves and people get coaching it and playing it, um, um, you know, I'm sure there'll be tweaks here and there. And like I said, that'll be the, one of the interesting things to see how people approach it and, and uh, kind of attack it. And first and foremost is the, the makeup of your roster. Right now, just quickly looking at it, I would say, uh, you know, somebody like Challen would be well suited to it. Uh, um, or if you look in the, from the NLL standpoint, the, uh, you know, everybody's looking for um, defensive guys who can stay in play or an offensive guy who can help take away transition and stay in play. Um, you know, I don't think you'd see too many purely just straight D guys and O guys um, succeeding in sixes. But, um, you know, that'll be interesting to watch. Sounds like it could be a great event maybe for a certain professional league. Maybe you do that as an all-star game or something mid-season. There you go. Wheels are always spinning, eh? No. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, no? sure. Right. Okay. Um. Let's shift into some NLL news. Obviously, uh, this past week, uh, some of the big news involving the Toronto Rock was the departure of uh, a longtime member of this team, Damon Edwards, who signed as an unrestricted free agent with the New York Riptide on a one-year deal. Um, I don't know who wants to start with it, but just general reaction to you know losing a guy who's been around here for a long time. Charlie's obviously been here, was here longer than you. Um, you know, he was. Uh, here for you on day one as a teammate, but uh, maybe just talk about what, uh, you know, Damo meant uh, to you as a teammate and, um, you know, how things move forward in the Toronto Rock dressing room as, you know, uh, you're the, you're the guy with the C on his uh, shirt, but, you know, Damon, uh, veteran guy, obviously probably carried a leadership role in the room too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the first time I met Damon uh, was for an Oakville Rock game in, in Coburg and um, just first time playing senior and and just kind of from that that moment forward just um you know he's my locker mate for for home games and um just getting to know him as a, as a person and he's he's an absolute beauty uh you know on and off the floor he he grinds for for everything and um you know he's had some setbacks through his career but he's always kind of bounced back and faced adversity head on and and uh you know being a great leader um, in those times of his injuries, but, um, you know, Damon's, like I was saying, he's, he's a leader, uh, he's going to be missed. Um, and you know, it's, 
a lot of a lot of years obviously he was here and and uh you know he was a fan favorite um but yeah you know uh it's the business side of things kind of takes over and and uh you know he's gonna move on to the next chapter of his career and um you know we're gonna miss him but uh you know we're obviously gonna have to move on and just gives an opportunity for someone else to to step in that role and maddie i mean you've had a very very long history back to uh you know, a Minto Cup back in 2009, uh, one in Brampton, and Damon was, uh, I guess that was when he was injured, right, during the Minto Cup or leading into it? No, he got, uh, yeah, he uh, um, had his first ACL injury in the uh, um, in the Minto Cup. I believe it was the uh, semifinal game. Um, tried to play uh, in the um, uh, game one of the finals that uh, we would have played uh, uh, Brampton in a two out of three final, and then uh, he missed the last couple uh, of games. Um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, Damon is somebody that, um, you know, I, you mentioned I've been around a long time, and, and first and foremost, like everybody around here and, um, you know, in that dressing room and, and uh, in the organization wish uh, uh, Damon nothing, uh, nothing but success, and, um, you know, he was a, a great teammate and a professional for us, uh, uh, around here, um, you know, for uh, myself personally, it was uh, was fun to uh, to get to know him and uh, watch him grow um, from uh, from 2009, and then an opportunity in Boston with him uh, in the NLL initially, and and then get uh, the chance to uh, to come back to uh, Toronto with him. So, um, you know, Damon is uh, um, you know he's somebody that's going to be missed. Uh, he was a good teammate, a good person, um, you know. But at the same time, as as Challen said, it's uh, um, uh, uh, the business side of it, I guess you want to call it. And uh, at the same time, you know, lacrosse is a small community, right? So uh, everybody has relationships. I know he was uh, uh, a good person in that dressing room and, and uh, has a, a lot of close friends. Um, but, uh, um, you know, it's a decision that ultimately he made and felt he had to make. And um, it's just uh, kind of time to move on and, and turn the page and, and it'll be an opportunity for somebody else. But, uh, you know, we all, uh, all wish Damon nothing but success, uh, except for when he plays at Toronto Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of turning the page a little bit and an opportunity for somebody else, today, of course, the Toronto Rock announced TD Erlin uh, signs a one-year deal, a 2020 uh, second-round draft pick of the Toronto Rock, 30th overall, and now he comes in as... Uh, the man in terms of face-offs in the field game, and we'll see how that translates in the box game. But what uh, what gets you excited about TD Erlin? Is that a segue there, the, the Damon into TD? You, you know, did that, it, Did I call it that? <laughs> you did that up? It's um, perfect. Yes, uh, uh, you know, thanks well, for bringing it up. Okay. It's kind of better when you don't talk about it, uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, I like to point things out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> TD's, uh, yeah, TD's somebody that, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're real excited about and, um, you know, it's, uh, can't wait to get, uh, to get around him and get to know him and, um, you know, see what he can do up, uh, up close and personal. Obviously, somebody that's very accomplished in the uh, field lacrosse game, having a great summer in the uh, uh, PLL and, uh, you know, for us, and, and I mentioned it to you yesterday, the, you know, uh, for me personally, the one uh, thing that's really got me excited because, uh, um, you know, we know what he can do in the face-off circle. We're confident uh, um, in what uh, his teammates and his coaches can do to help him out, to bring him along uh, the way here and learning the box game. But he's real excited and he wants to throw himself into this and uh, make himself the best uh, um, 
you know, there, and there's no more. And we, we did this with Tom. It's not field or box. It's just lacrosse player, right? And uh, TD uh, uh, wants to make himself um, the best lacrosse player that he can be. And uh, he is uh, someone who's uh, um, ready for the challenge, anxious, uh, uh, wants to put the work in and the effort in. So it's uh, it's going to be fun to see, um, uh, you know, uh, what he can do. And uh, uh, I believe he's in a great situation here with our coaching staff and with a strong team around him and a real good dressing room and some veteran guys who can pass on some knowledge. And he'll be given uh, given every opportunity to uh, to make himself as good as he can be and, and to help us out. Um, you know, so we're, we're looking forward to getting around him and starting training camp. And there's always a lot of talk about uh, what is the true impact of a face-off guy. I know uh, I feel like over time I've probably been on both sides of the argument personally, but more so on the on the side of maybe it isn't the most important thing to have that face-off guy. But at certain times in the game, it's super important, especially when you need the ball again to either stop momentum, get momentum, whatever it be. Chow, what's your thought on the face-off guy in the game of lacrosse? And it's importance. Yeah, no, I, to be honest, I think I've kind of been in the same boat as, as you, kind of um, the benefits and, um, you know, the the deficiencies, nice word, yeah. <laughs> um, of, of it. But, you know, like you said, um, you know, the ability to kind of have a guy who, who can go in there is confident in winning the ball um, to stop momentum or gain momentum um, certainly helps us. And, and, you know, it also gives Brad, uh, who, you know, puts his body, body on, on the line, line every <laughs> single time he takes a draw. Um, he g- gives him more energy, um, you know, throughout, throughout the game to, to excel at what he's the best at. And that's playing defense and, um, you know, giving him more energy, uh, can only spark that defense, um, more, but having a guy like TD come in and, and the ability to win faceoffs, um, can only help us kind of grow and, um, you know, kind of evolve and, uh, you know, help us very much. On the subject of TD, I know you know the answer already. I don't know if you know the answer, Maddie. <laughs> sure. TD, what does it stand for? We figured it I, I let Challen work it out here this afternoon. So he already knows the answer, but. I, I only, and I don't know it because I forgot it. So this is my memory, okay. but, but uh, you did, um, you mentioned it in the release, right? But. I just kind of skimmed, oh, that's right. Yes, I did. It's part. out there. It's out there. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, so, oh, Manny, but, thanks but, a lot. Yeah, come on. Um, so I'll let you guys talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Tristan David. There. It's out of there. If, we, if yeah. you didn't read the release, it's on TorontoRock.com. Or anyway, if you skimmed so. over it. Like, yeah, if you skimmed over yeah. That's all right. All yeah. right. Um, and uh, three sports star, lacrosse, basketball, and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's kind of interesting, you know. Is Don't the, let Brucey hear about the wrestling. Why Bruce, is that? Wow, well, Bruce is quite a wrestler himself. Was he really in, in high school? No, I or think, I like think just more on the side. Wanted to be <laughs> on, the, on the side of what? <laughs> All right, so Brucey is a wrestler on the side. So maybe, <laughs> maybe he and TD can wrestle at center at the first game in Hamilton <laughs> just to get the fans going. Eh? <laughs> All right. Um, I think we'll shift gears here. I want to talk a little bit of PLL here. Um, not only uh, Challen and maybe just update people on how your summer transpired in terms of the PLL and not ending up uh, going to play. Um, and I want to talk a little Latrell Harris as well. But Chal, why don't you update people on uh, kind of uh, why you didn't end up going to play in the PLL? 
Yeah, so um, before the season started, uh, they were um, they wanted the players to kind of live in the states to be able to obviously kind of travel throughout the states um, at every destination of the games, and uh, just kind of because of the things going on here at, at uh, the track with Rockstar's stuff, uh, Rockstar's valuations and things like that, I wasn't able to to live down there. Um, and then obviously when the border kind of somewhat opened, um, just visa issues to, to get down there and, and be able to, to play. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've been in contact with the chaos coach and I actually talked to him today, but, um, yeah, that's, that's what it kind of came down to not being able to live there. And, and then obviously just kind of a visa issue now, but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I know you kind of brought up Latrell, but it's it's been great kind of watching Latrell, um, you know, kind of come come into his own, uh, playing with the archers and and playing with Tommy, and um, you know, I think probably everyone in this building knows what Latrell is capable of, and and uh, he's obviously an underrated um, lacrosse name, I guess, uh, around the PLL, I would say, and um, just to kind of see him excel, and uh, you know, scoring goals. Love seeing him <laughs> score goals, but um, you know, it. he's putting so much work after his uh, after his surgery, and and you know, kind of dealing with the same thing uh, that he dealt with. Um, you know, he was hungry to to get back in the best physical shape um, he can be in, and and I mean, I don't know if he's ever not been in the best physical shape <laughs> he's been in, um, but you know, he's putting a lot of work that people don't see, and and just to kind of see him, um, you know, go down there excel. And, uh, you know, be a big part of that team has been something special to watch. What did we think of his interview in his first game? <laughs> it was all right. I, I, yeah. just, all right. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Summed it up, really captured the spirit of the thing. Eh? <laughs> there was some talk about it in the, uh, the coaches' uh, chat for sure. But, uh, yeah. um, no, you know, uh, good for uh, good for Latrell. And, and um, you know, I've been talking to him and uh, – Tommy's uh, his biggest fan down there, and Tommy's telling me how well he's been playing, and um, you know, which is good to hear. And, and Latrell's uh, enjoying his uh, experience, and uh, um, you know, he feels he's uh, in a good situation there. He's got some good veterans uh, around him, uh, as he says, uh, you know, kind of showing uh, showing him the ropes, and uh, um, so it, it's great to see. He's um, you know, still uh, uh, think of uh, Latrell as a kid. I guess maybe that's how old I am, but like, uh, from, from when we drafted him, it's just been, uh, um, it's been, uh, good to see. And he's been a, uh, a great player for, uh, for us right off the, uh, right off the hop and right out of the gates. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, he's, it's only going to get better there and, uh, good to see him healthy. Um, you know, the last, uh, um, time he played, obviously the season got shut down early, but you know, it was an injury that he was dealing with for, uh, seasons prior too, right. So, uh, um, you know, and it's something that Challen went through, and, and we've all been through it. So, um, Latrell will be the first to, to tell you, excited to go out there with, uh, um, you know, uh, no uh, aches and pains, and uh, he's uh, essentially at times was playing with uh, with one arm before, right? So, uh, could be a, could be an eye opener when you see him out there full uh, full strength. So it's going to be good, and he's going to be a big part of our team, which he he has been to this point, but. Chal, do you think we're seeing his true personality coming out? He's, he's a little more, you know, even when you say, like, you think of him as a kid, sometimes it's like you're seeing that youthful exuberance and almost just like, you know, just, I don't know. You see the level of fun in his face and in everything he's doing. Um, 
Are we seeing more of the real Latrell now and some of his personality coming out, you think? Or Um Yeah, I mean I, I don't really know. Like when that when that interview kinda came out, he's on live television and saying <laughs> this team's friggin' awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, to be honest, like I, I don't know if I've really ever heard him swear. So for <laughs> for him to kind of do that on really? national okay. television is is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just I think he's just having so much fun, and um, you know, just every time he's out there, he's gaining more confidence. And uh, you know, I've kind of talked to him throughout the season as well, and um, you know, he's just always trying to get better, always trying to improve. And um, yeah, I, I guess you could say his true personality's coming out. Um, Usually he's a little bit more laid back when he's at the house with the boys, but uh, yeah, you know he he's he looks like he's having a blast out there, and um, you know he's just full of energy. So, <laughs> and that's a great thing to have. Don't lose it, right? You know, yeah. he's uh, uh, you know, and he's that way um, uh, uh, around us and in the dressing room and stuff. And it's just uh, you know a great personality. And um, again, like you said, he's uh, getting more and more comfortable in uh, in his surroundings and. Uh, uh, what he can do in a lacrosse floor and field and all that stuff. So it's, it's great to see. And I, uh, I hope he continues on that path and is always uh, excited like that. It's great to see people get excited about playing the game. Speaking of getting excited about playing the game, Matt, you've been back coaching major series lacrosse with the Oakville rock over the last couple of weeks. Uh, maybe uh, comment on how that's been going and uh it's been a bit of obviously a different take on major series across given that everybody's not playing with their with their full rosters there's lots of guys sitting out challenge not playing for example uh to make sure he's ready for the fall and injury free and all those kinds of things so what's it been like uh coaching this where it's been you know some different rosters every night some young guys you probably haven't seen a ton of just yet, but getting to know some new players and uh, seeing how some of the veterans sprinkle in with them. Yeah, we, we certainly, and you were here, um, we weren't too excited last night. Uh, um, uh, Brooklyn uh, laid one on us, but uh, uh, it, it's been it's been great to get back to uh, to coaching, get back on that bench, get around, um, you know, the players uh, around Mike and, and John, the coaching staff, and just kind of back in a dressing room right that was uh, that was taken away from uh, uh from all of us so from that standpoint it's been it's been great um you know for the oakville rock it was just a, an opportunity and for the whole um you know the whole league uh, um an opportunity to get back to playing lacrosse um you know we've uh, had a couple of uh, of drafts where we we haven't even got an opportunity to see a lot of these players right um your uh, junior players that you protected from your affiliate uh, plus your draft picks so um, as an organization, we took this as an opportunity to get all those guys into the games, um, get a, a, a true read on them playing against men and competing against men because uh, uh, for some of them, the last time you watched them play was junior lacrosse and, and two years ago, right? So uh, that's how we've approached it, sprinkled in a few of our Toronto Rock players who um, um, who wanted to get back at it. And, and uh, you know, we have uh, uh, three or four that are playing once a week. and. And we complement that with a few other uh, NLL veterans. But for the most part, these are uh, all of our uh, young kids and gives us an opportunity to watch them, uh, see where they're at. Uh, a lot of things go into play as far as a protected list for the following season and things like that. And um, So it's been, uh, been good from that standpoint. The best part of it is just getting back um, uh, in that dressing room around uh, uh, players, other coaches, the uh, referees, and uh, playing, just out there competing, right? So 
is something that uh, that we all wanted to do, and now we get an opportunity to do it. It's been fun. Okay, to wrap up, let's uh, shift gears a little bit, have a little bit of fun. Uh, what uh, television show or streaming show are you <laughs> are you guys uh, are you guys watching right now, or what's been your favorite as of late? I watch what I'm told at home. Well, the kids got the control of the TV. So, um, you know, but one that we've uh, we've enjoyed uh, as a family among many, um, but uh, Ted Lasso has been pretty good. Um, seen a couple of, uh, I think there's been uh, two episodes here in season two, but uh, we really enjoyed season uh, uh, season one. So that was one that was on the, uh, on the radar for us. Yeah, you keep saying you're going to, Get that to me so I can watch it. Yes. Haven't done it. Chow, over to you. All you need to do is subscribe to Apple TV. <laughs> I know, but you said you'd give it to me and you just haven't. Anyways, Chow, what's up? Um, yeah, so uh, I don't even know if I want to reveal what we've been watching at the house. Oh, I can guess. <laughs> well, <clears throat> uh, Love Island. <laughs> um, super good television. <laughs> uh super good super okay. good yeah we uh just wrapped up the bachelorette uh uh-huh, lovely yeah. so fine programming yes yep and then uh big brother it's that Can't is lose. that is Can't my lose. yeah i've been watching that probably since day are you one. up to date as yeah, of right now i'm up to date on what everything. is up with the cliffhanger veto last night yeah no like, it's ever i don't know if I i've ever like, seen I've that never seen a cliffhanger veto on the wednesday night no me neither. And he has got to make the move. Yeah, he has to. Has to. Because now, now that everyone knows that, like, first off, you can't be He's telling. He's target immediately. You, you, as soon as he started telling everyone he was going to do it, it yeah. was like. Especially oh, telling someone. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who yeah. hasn't watched it. But when this comes out, you should have watched yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, like, you can't be saying that to the number one or their number one yeah. ally trying yeah. to backdoor someone. You can't be doing that, but yeah, I would love to go on that show. I would really, love, yeah. That or survivor. I think I, I think I'd love that. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, brother. I mean the Canadian version runs during our season, which yeah. is a major issue. Just a little one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We when can, I retire, we can do it inside first Ontario center. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it at the house. <laughs> Also true. Also true. What is the new go-to food spot? Anything you guys discovered during the last year when uh, you didn't have a ton to do? Is there a new food spot that you're like, that's the one? And what what's the go-to there? You got anything, Maddie? No, I don't. Rosie's got one that he keeps telling me I have to try. I think you've uh, um, uh, tried it out. It's in uh, in Oakville here, the chicken place. What's it called? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow, yellow, uh, belly, yellow chicken. belly chicken. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, so good. Shay's a big fan, too. I haven't uh, haven't tried it, but... Uh, yeah, that's that's fire. It's like chicken sandwiches, but the chicken you get on there is just massive. So good. Fried chicken. Um, but, yeah, kind of going off that quench. Quench. Yeah, you've been on quench for a while, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of being through COVID. That kind of became a thing. And, and basil box. Those are delish. What do you get at basil box? Uh, I make my own bowl. Uh, rice, edamame, uh, peas and water chestnuts. Got to go the spiciest sauce. Penang curry. <laughs> and then uh, chicken. 
Like you think about this, Maddie. Like when we were growing up, we you could go get uh, McDonald's, uh, pizza, or what KFC. <laughs> were there li- any like limited. right like pizza yeah. like it was that was it and now you're making a gourmet meal for yourself at uh, at a place like at, that at the Basil Box at the Basil yeah, Box or head down to uh, um, Farm Boy yeah Farm Boy get stir yeah, fry we're, we're all a big fan of the Farm Boy it's real close here and kind of go to for lunch for a lot of us. All right, so there you go. So if the sponsorship department <laughs> is listening, uh, <laughs> you guys can get on any one of those, and the players would be, players and staff would be very happy. All right, anything else you guys got on the go this weekend? Anything fun planned for the rest of the summer? Got a game tonight here. Well, I know we're looking at the clock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon. Uh, but anything? Any other little? Uh, I guess nobody's really going on any big vacations necessarily, but uh, anything like that planned the rest of the summer? No, nothing, uh, nothing for us. A lot of it's uh, just kind of, um, you know, work and spend as much time as, uh, as we can with the kids. But uh, personally, it's uh, um, a lot of action around here now, which is good, right? We've been away for it uh, so long. So uh, uh, weekends are dedicated to family time and uh, squeezing a little bit of lacrosse uh, when we can and uh, just hang out, enjoy the rest of the summer. Pretty boring stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, nothing super exciting for me for the rest of the summer. Just laying low. Just, yeah. That's it. Nice okay, and easy. Guys. Nice and easy. <laughs> All right. Well, exciting wrap up to the show. That <laughs> was okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for lacrosse, check out, obviously the Oakville rock will still be going. Are you, are you okay with just watching games right now? Has that been tough for you? Very much so. Yeah. Especially in the new red jerseys. Those are nice. You like them. I, like, I do like the red jerseys. Right. I'm a fan of the color red. Right. I, there's been some good feedback. Unfortunately, no W's yet in the red jerseys. Oh, really? That o is true. and two. That is true. Yeah, let's go back to our blues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the red jerseys. Actually, we should give a quick shout out to Uncommon Fit, who uh, supplied those for Major Series Lacrosse and uh, giving everybody a bit of a new look. So that was uh Great of them, and uh, if you are looking to check out any live lacrosse here in the next couple of weeks, you can do it here at the track pretty much every night. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, Major Series Lacrosse is still going uh, for the next two weeks. And uh, by the time you hear this, uh, we'll be done this week of lacrosse. Maddie, you can't, you just wait. <laughs> if you couldn't see it, Maddie, he's one, one headphone out of here. All right. Okay, guys. Well, thanks a lot for joining uh, me on this uh, abbreviated edition of Toronto. It's pretty Access. selfish. Just uh, joining you. <laughs> Just watching guys warm up on the floor here. See if we can get, get going. I have an Oakville practice in four minutes. Yeah. I have to go coach. Oh. All right. Well, oh, whatever. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> we will do this again soon and uh, enjoy the rest of the summer. You as well, Mike. See you All tomorrow. Right. <laughs>
on the 28th. And of course, both of those events will be taking place in Buffalo, New York. Also coming up shortly after that should be the full release of the 2021-22 NLL schedule. It's a big moment. We're all looking forward to it. And it means that NLL lacrosse is not that far away. Once again, thanks to the guests on the show today, Maddie Sawyer and Challen Rogers. That will about do it for another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access. So in the meantime, and in between time, that about wraps up this edition of the podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We're looking forward to some great episodes coming up, and we'll be focusing on the Hall of Fame and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, we will definitely chat next week. Thank you.